Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Caffeine and Sensu Beans podcast. I am One Kick Man, and I am joined by my co-host, Chiwin. It says my internet's unstable. Give me a sec, dude. Oh, shit. Fucking bullshit internet, dog. The interesting episode. You know, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. Start that yeah. over. I'll cut this whole piece out. It said my connection was oh, unstable. Okay. I was just telling. I was just telling the listeners that I love the energy that we're starting off. Oh <laughs> shit! With the, with the internet off. <laughs> all right, dude. You tell me. All right, all right. Technical difficulties. Sorry about that. Uh, I am one kick man, joined by, of course, Chiween, the boy. He was out. He was on vacation with his family. Um, but he's back. How are you feeling, man? What's up, dude? Uh, back once again after a hiatus. Yes. Um, it was nice, dude. You know, it was nice. It was nice to get out of here, um, and travel with the family. You know, after some some reflection on it, I think this was the first family trip I've ever taken like on a plane and like leaving the country, you know, that's not really something that I did growing up with my parents. So I've always kind of traveled alone. So it was a different experience, you know, especially as a, as a, as a, as a parent now, I, it was a different experience in regards to how you move, you know, it's just different traveling. You know, I love traveling because I experienced myself differently, but like it's different when you have a family. For sure. Um, well, that's really cool to hear because, um, I mean, it must be really nice, obviously, to be able to have these type of moments with your with your family. Because um, not me, I was fortunate to travel with my family when I was younger every now and, and again. Mm-hmm. Um, but these are nice moments and they create memories. So that's really cool. Um and I'm glad you were able to do that. Was it easy? Like, because I know you traveled with the little ones. Yeah. It's their first yeah, flight, yeah. I'm assuming. It was their first flight. And you know what? I think it's it seems a lot more daunting at like face value than what it actually was. Like, mm. you know, you got to check in stuff and, you know, you got to do all that spiel. So I'm not going to bore the listeners with that. But I will say that the actual flight itself wasn't too bad. Like, you know, you, 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 you kind of have to come prepared though with the artillery. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. The, the, the tablet needs to be prepared. You know what right. I'm saying? Like it needs to. The artillery needs to be. There has to be entertainment ammo. You, you got to know mean, your right? kid and to know what the hell they like to see and just have that there ready. You know what I'm saying? And like, dude, because you can't just throw on anything. Or else, how long was that flight? Like five hours. Five hours. Yeah. That to a kid feels like infinity. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, but if they keep watching the same video over and over again, they're good. That, yeah. that is, uh, I think it's a lot more doable. And uh, I mean, obviously, they weren't watching it the whole time. At least my oldest wasn't watching it the whole time. But right. for, for a big chunk of it, that's really what allowed the the flight to be pretty pleasurable. Then he fell asleep. And then, you know, it was, it was all it was all smooth sailing from there. But definitely 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 have the artillery ready you know yeah. you got to pull it out when the big guns come out you know what I'm saying it's just you got you got to have it there yeah or else or else you're in for a long five hours yeah exactly that that's uh that's one of the 
things I was also, I mean, like you said, that when you think about it, it feels much more daunting and you're just like, man, I don't want to cross that bridge. But maybe you're just eating your own head. Like you're, you're, you're psyching yourself out. And mm-hmm. as long as you're prepared, you can be all right. Cause we went on a flight. It was a short flight, like super short. It was like 45 minutes or 50 minutes. But um, yeah, our daughter did well, you know? Um, so it was, it was good. I, but again, it was just a short, short flight. Um, but it was encouraging to, uh, to, you know, know that she did well. So yeah, man, it, yeah. Was, it was cool. How, how, how are you, man? How's the, how was the baptism and how was the, Oh yeah. The well, flight to Anaheim? You, 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 I haven't talked to you since then. Right, right, right. So yeah, you, obviously you couldn't go to the baptism cause you were out in, you, you know, you were on vacation. Um, but it was good, dude. You know, whole bunch of people. Yeah, that's what know. I heard. It's, it's just, <laughs> just like heard. that's what I heard. Yeah, it was, it was, it was. I, um, so like the deacon, the one who was going to baptize our daughter, there were going to be three families, three children that were going to be baptized. Our daughter was one of them. And so we showed up around 1 10 to the church, and it was the baptism ceremony was at two. And so we all go in and we sit down and the uh, the deacon comes up to us, to our side. And he's like, oh, OK, it looks like we have two families here. And we're like, oh, no, sir, it's it's just one. It's us. <laughs> like we were taking up one whole side of the church. Um, and uh, it's funny because my fiance is Filipino. And so I guess on their side, they have multiple godparents. Um, yeah. And I only thought of like having one like one per child um on my side you know Mm -hmm. and so like when it was time for the godparents to come up my friend gets up and then like four of her family members get up to come up and we were just like (laughs) taking up the whole center stage it was it was fun and i mean and then the the she didn't cry you know she did really well she was well behaved and then the whole party afterwards like my family so it was the first time my parents met my fiance's parents. As crazy as that sounds. That's crazy. It's crazy, That's right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy, right? So um, I had been pushing for it for a long time. I was like, we got to do it, babe. We got to do it. And she was always a little more hesitant because we've spoken. My fiance's family is very joyful, right? Like they, <laughs> right? And so she was hesitant. Um, yeah. And so, dude, our family, obviously, when the party was over, they were like blown away with how my fiance's family is. Yeah. They're just like, dude, they're so nice. Like they just, they're a little loud, obviously, because they're cracking jokes. Like they're, yeah, because they're joyful. Yeah, exactly. And, and <laughs> God, it was God foreign. Forbid, God forbid our family is <laughs> yeah, joyful. <laughs> right. They're like, why are they so happy? Right. And yeah, so, why are they so happy? Dude, it was, and it was a good time. Like, our our family mingling with them you know and um like it was just it was it was good it was fun and then uh we had so many people we had like god i don't know in a park we had about like 120 people um and that was that we were limited to the amount of people we could have because we reserved the spot uh but yeah overall it was good it was really fun dude i was super tired by the end of it Anaheim was also fun. It was basically part two because we went down with my fiance's family. Yeah. And um, and it was good. You know, she 
I went to my friend's house. Um, you know, one, my good, good friend. Uh, he just bought a house. So I went to go see his house. Uh, his family was there. They met my daughter. Like, mm-hmm. it was really cool. Um, and I see my fiance's family's down there. And, you know, it, it was just a good experience. But I'm glad to be back. And I'm kind of, you know, able to unwind a little bit. So, yeah, it's good, man. A lot happened these last few last few days that's dope yeah that sounds fun man well congratulations to you and i'm glad that uh what you're back and uh, hopefully you get to recharge definitely sounds like a lot of energy so so i was gonna ask you and we will get into the into the episode or like the dragon ball topic in a little bit but um the actual vacationing with the children you know what i'm saying like how was that maneuvering and like having to get up and go and going places you wanted to maybe like restaurants oh, or sucked. spots oh it sucked complete ass yeah no it sucked complete ass but i think on, there was two pieces here one was that we stayed at a resort and the resort okay. made it really hard for folks to leave so okay. vedanta you're listening to this you suck because you make it super hard to leave like they make it too uh-huh they make it hard because it's such a big compound that like in order for you to leave you need to take a trolley and you need to like you need to do all this other stuff. Oh, and you have so kids. Like in right, order yeah. to, and then in order to get to the taxi zone. Um I think I, I mean I, I think definitely rent a car, I think, is an essential piece because I think renting a car makes sense if if you're not afraid to drive. Mm-hmm. Uh just because it eliminates that factor of like, oh, I gotta rely on taxis, I gotta rely on all yeah. this. I don't know if they're gonna have a car seat and blah blah blah. We took a car seat. Which I made it, which made it a lot easier, but we were also ten people, so it was also it was a lot. <laughs> that so was it was awful. it was a, uh, it, it it was tough to leave, man. It was tough to leave. Now while it was uh, if I were to say it was a vacation that was like super relaxing, I wouldn't say that, but because you know you're worrying about the kids and right drowning and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm on, <laughs> I'm on lifeguard, I'm on lifeguard duty for the whole trip. Yeah, you know? <laughs> nah. so, so but it was fun though. It was fun because you know. You still make memories, you know, that way. Yeah, so I like that. Sure. It, it wasn't a relaxing, you know, it wasn't super relaxing. I wouldn't say that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, we went down with our daughter to Southern California and it was. But the thing is, it wasn't that difficult for us. But then we rented a car. We had a car, yeah. you know, and then. That's the way I was, go. Yeah. And then her parents were there and they wanted to have her all the time. So whenever we wanted to do something, you know, they would watch over our daughter. So it was like easier for us. Right. Um, if we had to go. So, um, yeah, but yeah, man, you know, still, like you said, you make memories, you know, and, uh, hopefully there's lessons here that can be applied for the next time. Oh yeah, for sure. And anyone listening here that maybe is a new, new, new father, new, new mom. Yeah, for sure. All right. So, Okie dokes. Uh, we did want to talk about two characters. We we noticed that we had not spoken about them, but we feel like they're big piece to this Dragon Ball franchise, especially Dragon Ball Super. Um, and that's Whis and Beerus, right? Yeah. Uh, two uh, two different characters than what we see in the kind of uh, regular Dragon Ball universe. No pun intended. 
um they feel so far in above so f- like far removed from what the regular cast is like you know mm-hmm. that um they they could have been I've, or i don't want to say they could i don't want to say that they're not but let's just say how do they i feel they could have been a way better breath of fresh air you know yeah. um and let's and, start with the positives. I mean, let's start with the positives. What, 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 what do we what do we like about about Beerus and Weiss? I, I mean, I think for Beerus, I, I mean, for me personally, I would say I like Beerus. I like his design. I like yeah. the way he looks. I think he uh, when you first see him, he looks menacing. You know, you don't really know how to read him, whether he's a good guy or he's a bad guy. Or I love that. A, yeah, he's a villain or, you know, you don't there's a there's a there's a mysterious piece to him which i which i really like i i would even say that the his whole arc or his like whole like being i don't even think is that like hard to follow i think it makes sense he's like the supreme god of this universe and Mm -hmm. you know he's kind of like the big dog and and um he you know they 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 made a really they did a really good job making him feel super important yes so they said they made him feel super strong and they made him feel like, wow, like Goku going full, going full berserk mode is not even doing nothing to him. And yeah. he's just like, that's cool. That's cute. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. yeah, it's nothing to me. You know what I'm saying? And and I like that. I like the way I like the way they portrayed him. I think um, I think if I if I go to Whis, Whis is my favorite one out of the two. And okay. I think. Weiss, Weiss kind of what I like about Weiss is the fact that he's even stronger than him. Mm-hmm. That that's that's his coach, mm-hmm. and he and you don't know that by the demeanor of Weiss. Weiss almost feels like a servant to to Beerus. Yeah, he does. And that's that's what it almost feels like to me. Is like it almost feels like uh, Beerus is kind of like uh, above him, but in reality, Beerus is kind of like. It almost feels like Beerus is the adult. I mean, I mean, uh, Weiss is the adult, and then Beerus right. is kind of like child, and and Weiss is kind of just uh, kind of regulating him, and 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 he still coaches him in certain aspects, right? He still tells him like, you shouldn't do this right here, Beerus. You shouldn't do this. I told you you shouldn't do this, uh, or you should do this. So, I like that he's kind of like an active member, mem- like a mentor to Beerus. So, I like the mentorship role that he has. So you're spot on, like with a lot of what you said, or I agree with a lot of what you said and sticking to the positives. Um, Beerus, I think, looks cool. I think he looks cooler than Whis. Um, And I love the concept of these beings that are not not even from the universe. They're they're yeah, they're, they're in another stratosphere, both from a power level perspective and also just an actual species, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're not something that, that, that we've seen before. And so I really like that. I like that. I like the concept of Beerus being a God of destruction. Um, and not just him. I like that concept as a whole, like having these deities that, um, are destroyers you know because that adds an an element there of danger in the future that's something they could play off of Mm -hmm. um 
And like you said, when one of the few things that I really did enjoy about their introduction in the movie um, when they first appear was how you can't get a sense of whether Beerus is good or bad. Mm-hmm. And you really get the sense that he's a villain, like he's an antagonist. And even the way Vegeta kind of um, bows, down, bows down to him, if you will, you know, mm-hmm. just completely self-deprecates like he's so self-flagellating in front of Beerus because he wants to please him. Um, it makes you feel like, man, this, this is a different animal here. Like, yeah, we've seen Frieza, we've seen Boo. And they always feel like they're just one level above the rest, including Goku. But this felt like different ball game. Like mm-hmm. you said, even Goku going all out, he couldn't even phase him, couldn't phase Beerus. And then the way they incorporate Whis, um, now while Whis, I don't think looks as cool, I I like Whis's uh, personality a bit more, even if it's still a little, it, it's still a little odd to me, but at the very least, I feel like there's something that can be played on there where we know, like, initially you can't take we super serious because he just comes off as not menacing. And, but underneath that, there is an animal that we haven't been privy to. We don't know what he looks like at full yeah, power. We still don't know. Right. And so yeah. that's that's a scary thought. Um, so I like that. I like how, you know, Weiss is kind of like this not scary, not menacing looking individual. But we know that there's something there. And I like how Beerus looks. I like the concept of the, the whole God of Destruction. You know, I like that there was when he was introduced, he was enigmatic. You really didn't know if he was good or bad or how bad he was um but i've all right so you watched super more recently than i did and that was you already that's been like a year and i watched it in 2017 or 2018 yeah you watched it in 2019 or 2020 Mm -hmm. so um you have a little more you know fresher memory um how did you feel like they were being portrayed in the actual series and as the series kind of went on yeah i mean i think so the first arc was dedicated to them mm-hmm. right which is essentially the first movie the 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 resurrection no wait no the other one the battle of gods yeah right so it was dedicated to them i i didn't think that it was a. Uh, I think if they would have left it there i think that would have made sense i think uh then there's the, the remainder arcs kind of dealt with them the only one that i don't remember if they were actively in was the future arc but i know that the tournament with hit i know they were involved because of champa champa right brother uh then the other one whereas when they had the other ones tournament of power the tournament of power so like they they incorporated them because they had to right like they had to be incorporated into the stories they had to figure out a way how do we use these characters that we've introduced in the first movies? And it, in the series, that's one of the more unfortunate parts of Super for me was the fact that two of the arcs were tournaments 
and they were really tournaments for nothing i think at the end of the day mm-hmm. um and it i think that they they did it I, to me this is my personal opinion i think with beerus they didn't know what to do with him because he's so strong he has to seek out like enemies and his enemy in the series happens to be his brother and they fight over silly stuff you know mm-hmm. like it, it it becomes this uh silly and i don't really mind silliness but i think with beerus they fell into a trap where he's so strong that he doesn't really have anybody to fight mm-hmm. and he kind of uh becomes a I don't want to say a parody, but it almost feels like a joke. He kind of becomes a running joke as opposed to some like entity that should be feared and should mm-hmm. be like, uh, you know, almost kind of what you said of like, you know, we don't know uh, what's hidden behind Weiss, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think we still holds on to that a little bit, but Beerus to me, I think his, his whole mystique is kind of gone. Yeah, I think that they and I think they kind of messed that up, you know, in the series at least, because that that's that's what I feel kind of messed them up is that they played too much with him. It was too jokey with him, mm-hmm. you know. It was a, uh, and I know why, and I and I think I know why they did it. You know, I think. Why because, do you think they did it? I think it's because they want to make him relatable. Oh. Uh. You know? They want to make him somewhat relatable because. Uh, and I think that that's what they do with Goku too, right? It's like mm-hmm. Goku is super strong. You got to kind of make him dumb to be a little bit relatable. But like with Beerus, the relatability kind of gets um, it kind of gets brought down to these like really. I mean, the running joke about the food is just like it, it just kind of kills me. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it's just like he, they kind of just keep going back to that joke, and it's yeah. like after a point, the joke's not funny. You know, yeah, uh, and we gotta we gotta understand that the joke's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we gotta accept the fact that the joke is done. Nah, I agree. I I agree, and this is one of the frustrating things with Dragon Ball recently, where they have some things here where they can make it feel like there's stakes, you know, um, and there's real consequences to these character introductions and character actions, but it's, this is just me speaking, obviously from my vantage point. Uh, But when it comes to Beerus, for example, and I have a lot more to say about him than I do Whis, because like you said, Whis, we don't know that much about him except that he's an angel and he's strong, super strong. He's stronger than Beerus. But Beerus, like, you're right. When it came to the food, I mean, there's, it almost feels like he's super petulant, right? Like childish, uh, but yet he's this deity um, or he's, he's a god of destruction. I mean, he's willing to kill a, a planet or destroy a planet yeah. if if the dessert isn't up to scratch yeah you know like <laughs> come on dude that, that to me feels like unimaginative writing right like mm. right like it, it's well, who would 
really do that. I mean, it's, <laughs> I know you said they want to make him relatable, but that I can't find the relatability there. I know that's like, I'm not saying that what you're saying is wrong. I'm just saying that if that's what they tried to do, then they, they missed the mark, you know, because he's, he's a, a God of destruction. He is a being that is so far above the rest of the mortals in this, in this franchise or in this series that him being shown so often, I think hurts him more than it helps him, mm. you know, because now it's like, listen, whether you like it or not, there's only one Goku and Goku's going to get most of the screen time and then Vegeta. And so those are the two that are going to get most of the screen time. And if Beerus is always in the mix and Whis is always in the mix, they're going to get dropped back to the shadows, but they don't feel like because of their power level, they should be back there. You know, they feel like, nah, these dudes are not bench players. These should be, there should be a main story revolving around these characters. Yeah. Right. And like one of and not, these, and not a tournament, you know, no, not, not a tournament and not, and not a tournament. Uh, yeah. But I, I, yeah, completely agree. There should well, be a storyline. And know? even the tournament, it's like, dude, come on. Like we're just, yeah. His brother's his enemy. It's like his rival. Um, He's just a fatter but, version of. Him. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> dude, we're not going to have a turn. I mean, whatever. Like, but it just doesn't feels like they're, trying to force them in and put together these scenarios where yeah if you think about it it does make sense that they're involved but because it's not done in a way that um puts them in the best light it diminishes them as a character like you know the tournament of power dude beerus was the narrator right like he was the narrator yeah. for the for the tournament yeah um and and so was Weiss, you know but like they shouldn't be relegated to that. That's how I feel. And one of the things that frustrates me, and I'm going to pass it on to you after I say this, is how are we not going to acknowledge the fact that Beerus was the one who told Frieza to blow up planet Vegeta? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, dude, yeah. that's <laughs> huge. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't acknowledge it. And there's a storyline right there. That's you know a crazy storyline. That's a storyline right there. And and it, they kind of just bypass that, you know, they. Uh, but then again, it's one of those things where it's like, even if Vegeta wanted to do something about it, I mean, if Goku could barely like lay a finger on on Beerus, like what the hell is my guy Vegeta going to do? Yeah, he's not going to do anything right now. You're right. Right, it would be it would actually be very sad to watch Vegeta fight Beerus, yes, but but there would be a a a target now. Like it wouldn't be we're gonna introduce Jiren, and Jiren is a mess of a character himself. Yeah, you know, um, it would be now we have this actual like villain who I can see why like Goku and especially Vegeta hate, you know, and maybe even Broly. I don't know. Um, yeah. Like I can see why. Cause like Goku fighting Jiren, Vegeta fighting Jiren, like, yeah, maybe they didn't like him. And even that's a stretch, but even if they didn't like him, it was all within the realm of the tournament. You know, it was all within that context. 
Like they yeah. didn't actually hate him. It was just they were They're fighting. Kind of poor, they were put into that scenario too. Yeah, exactly. Have I have somebody to go up against? Yeah, exactly. And like I don't know how you feel about the fact that they just kind of introduced the other gods of destruction. Like they talk yeah. about them, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, all right, they're floating around and whatever. <laughs> they they've been here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> been here. What, right. You know what, what? I don't really mind. I don't really hate them. I don't really hate the idea of gods of destructions. I I like you said. I don't mind them. I think that, I think that they're new, which is cool. Right. You know, it's a new. You know, when they introduced the Mechians, same thing. It's just like you know, it, it's new. I like it. I like the the new stuff. I yeah, think, thinking uh, out of the box. It's not like putting Gohan with Goku's outfit. It's like actually a new character. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, it's the first time that they're playing with gods, like the ideas of gods in the show. And and for that, I, I like it, you know, because anime, there's a lot of God talk. You know, there's a lot of God talk. There's only bound to happen that Dragon Ball was going to get in the mix of it. And I like the ch- way they, they chose to go about it. You know, I think the gods of destruction as a concept, I think, makes sense. It's a cool it, it'll it, it could potentially make a really cool like uh story you know hearing that that piece about not acknowledging beerus telling frieza to kill planet vegeta like you know there's other there's other possibilities there too right of vegeta linking up with another god you know maybe champa and like you know getting trained by him and who knows what the hell that would turn out to be but like you know there's so many possibilities there i think in the meanwhile though until we get that dope storyline I think that they've hurt uh, yeah. characters like Beerus and his fellow gods of destruction in the process. Well, and that and that's gonna take some digging and some real good writing to 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 get them out of that hole because you're right, it is lazy writing. Uh, because it it is just throw them into a, a tournament and that's it. Yeah. And well, the tournament, and- but has almost like a. I don't want to say false stakes, but almost superficial stakes. It feels like you know? it, though. Yeah, because, I mean... It's like superficial stakes that, that could just be undone yeah, uh, really exactly. quickly. And, exactly. and, that, and that's kind of like the theme of super, right? It's like super yeah. artificial uh, stakes. It's not real stakes in regards mm-hmm. to characters actually suffering consequences. Exactly. Which, like- w- which hurts, you know, which I think hurts them. And, and, and what's hard is that, you know, Beerus and Whis play an active role in reducing the the amount of stakes because of who they are exactly so let me let me give now let me juxtapose it with this when gohan was fighting cell yeah and he would he hit that super saiyan 2 and he was feeling himself he had a whole new level of swag like he was so cocky it was ridiculous and to his own detriment so much so that he kept playing with his food a you know cell um and he didn't finish him. Well, Cell then decided to go and self-destruct. Goku did the whole thing where he, inst- you know, did the instant transmission and he sacrificed himself. And it was Gohan's um, naivete, like his his cockiness, his overconfidence yeah. that got his father killed. You know, it wasn't that was the consequence. And when Gohan felt that, like there was a burden of guilt on his shoulders Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, propelled him to to defeat Cell. Um, And in that same arc, 
earlier, Vegeta, you know, he's also new form, feels really strong, and he tells Cell to, you know, suck or uh, um, absorb Android uh, 18. And so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My boy Vegeta, man. That's my right. guy. Right now, you're just making me think because I'm playing Kakarot right now and I'm at that like uh, thing. His, his demeanor in that arc is just. He's hella funny. It's ex. I mean, his demeanor is a one though. He's got. I think his his personality is nice. I like it. Uh, but he tells, okay, yeah, get, absorb eighteen, and Trunks this whole time is telling him like, no, finish him while you have the chance. Yeah. Well, obviously we know he doesn't. And uh, what ends up happening later on, like, Trunks gets killed by Cell, right? He like does the whole. He beams his ass, and mm-hmm. Vegeta loses it you know he sees trunks die this is obviously what you know further on and further along the arc but vegeta sees trunks die get shot a beam pierces through his heart and he goes after cell right and so like these are what i'm talking about these are consequences people dying like there's consequences to these actions and that's just not there with in super and part of it is because Beerus and Whis are now portrayed as the good guys, you know, like mm. they're on the good guy team. And so, yeah. dude, we don't need Goku and Vegeta. Beerus and Whis will destroy anyone. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so it never feels like the stakes are that high. And I think that's an issue. They've now decided Beerus and Whis are good guys. So they got to go to the good guy side. But the good guy side, the star players are Goku and Vegeta, especially Goku. Yeah. So now you guys got to take a back seat to them. And it's like, dude, it's it's messed up with their whole like character archetype. You know, it just doesn't work. Yeah. Like the hierarchy. Yeah. Uh, dude, of the like, of the show kind of gets messed up because it 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 is imbalanced but though they don't know how to handle the imbalancedness of it right like because the show is still centered around goku and vegeta right. so for beerus and Whis to have a role they need to be sideline players and they're not built for that and and they also have the thing you know as we saw in resurrection f where they do just stupid stuff like rewind time yeah and, it's like and it's like oh, all right none of this mattered this- None of yeah. this mattered, and it's just, and it's done, and and it undo and it undoes a lot of the stuff that the characters are doing. And I like the I like the examples you gave, you know, because it, it there is concrete consequences, and I think that the only story that I see where there's a consequence for the Beerus and Weiss is that Planet Vegeta one, uh, but they haven't tapped it, you know. And part That's of me is like, are the, I hope they do, but then it's. It's like, do the, are they going to tap into it? Because if you notice, Dragon Ball has gotten less and less dark as yeah. the years have progressed. And I feel like that's been to its detriment. Maybe it's to appease to a broader audience, but then the story takes a hit, you know? Yeah. And um, like, now, nah, dude, that's a, that, the fact that Beerus ordered Frieza to kill Planet Vegeta, that's a big thing. Because like, I mean, Goku lost his dad, Vegeta lost his dad, which, you know, it's yeah, still well, it's still yeah. terrible. I mean, he's not yeah. a stud. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> he's not a stud. Was, was yeah, that a... Vegeta's not really heartbroken. Yeah, all right. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah. I mean, there's so much there, you know. And the other thing to me is 
I wanted to get your perspective on this. What do you think Goku and Vegeta are to Whis and Beerus? Like, why are they bringing them under their wing? You know what I'm saying? Like I, that. So, yeah, yeah. I ask a question. I mean, I think so. There, so there's the part of me that like thinks about it like logically. So I think I have two thoughts. One is that Goku is being prepped to become a god. Okay. And, that, and that to me is what I think would make sense in regards to, I guess, like the more like, uh, like the more like, uh, I don't know how you would say it, maybe a cookie cutter way right. of like, finishing say, the show or like more of a putting the icing on the cake type of finish. Mm-hmm. Um, the more like diabolical mind of my side of me or like the more like cynical part yeah. of me. Yeah. Cynical piece is just like they're, they're just, they're just kind of just toying with them to, to, to then turn on them at, at like at some later point where they don't need them anymore. I mean, that or would like, be delicious. Dude. Yeah. That would be amazing. I don't know if they would actually pull the trigger, but like to me that those are the kind of the two thoughts that kind of come to my mind. I think the, the one about them turning on them, I, I would love that to happen um, because I think it would it would just it would ground their their uh, their characters. All right, uh, it would ground them because as of right now they're not grounded. They're 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 very like just kind of up in the air, and they're just kind of like oh you know. I, I'm I'm gonna destroy this planet because I don't like the dessert, or the reason that I'm not gonna right. destroy your your planet is because I like your chocolate cake, right. and like it, it it it's it's cool for some aspects, but for an aspect of like high stakes and potential end of the show, I don't know if the next season is the end of the show, but like or the end of the series, series like, right? It's uh, I think that that turn, for, if they want to save these two characters. So that they don't become like, uh, like the King Kai's of the world. Because now King Kai's irrelevant. I don't care what irrelevant. Says. Irrelevant. They're all like a lot of these like mentors of Goku are irrelevant now. Yeah, like th- there is no more like Roshi irrelevant. It's, like yeah. nobody needs that anymore. Like you know, what I'm saying like it's 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 about Beerus and Whis mentoring mm-hmm. them now, and it's like that. Uh, it's like that one. You know what it reminds me of? And I hope that this is what happens. But you ever seen the first Batman, like the first Batman from the news series? Like, of, oh, uh, not with the one with Ben Affleck one, the one, the one with Christian Bale. Yeah, yeah. The, I, I have seen it. Bat- Batman Returns. Batman like, Begins. Batman Begins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I've, I've watched me, it. Yeah. That that film is underrated in the three in the three films. Right, right, it's, right. It's to me, it's probably my favorite one or if not the more than second. More um, than the people third, usually so. like the Dark Knight and that the third one's one nuts, dude. Yeah, um, but, but no, that one's one, good too. The first one's good, but the first one's underrated. And and I tell you why. And this is why I say that a mentorship like this is 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 crazy because in that film, uh, he's being trained by Rajah Ghul, and right. Rajah Ghul is uh, training him up to be a beast and blah blah blah. I remember but that at the very core of Rajah Ghul's purpose was so that he became part of his dark society so that he can overtake the world. Uh-huh. And a part of me wishes and I hope that that is what Beerus and Whis are doing. Right. That they are planning to overtake this piece or they're trying to destroy it. 
and Goku is playing like a pawn in their in their piece, and then they, exactly. he then has to like get out of it. But uh, it's that like twisted mentorship, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what I hope. But, but I don't know if that's what's gonna happen. And I would be all on board for that, you know, because um, you know, Goku like ah. Uh, yeah, we know he's strong, okay? He's buff and, like, whatever, and he looks cool when he transforms. <laughs> One of the like, characteristics, he's buff. Right? One of the, just shredded, <laughs> diced. Um, all of them are, really. But but when Goku's like, damn, yeah, is when he's pissed off because he's such a goofball that, like, yeah, most of the time he's fighting just because he loves to fight. But when he's pissed off, like, when he turns Super Saiyan 1, or when he turns Super Saiyan 3 in the Janemba movie, you know, yeah. when he goes into like that different mode, he's more like almost like that Saiyan, that Saiyan rage that he has dormant within him, you know, like mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay, this is this, this is not that goofball anymore. And same with Vegeta, but Vegeta is always kind of there and we know it. Like he can snap at any minute, but when he really rages, like when he did against Beerus, um, when Beerus slapped Bulma, like, yeah, that's when I think people get invested. And I think if they did something like this, where Goku and Vegeta both felt betrayed, uh, it would get that out of them, you know, that yeah. type of that type of emotion. Um, because other than that, like, it, like you said, I would love that. I would love this type of mentorship if you will, to take some type of dark turn. Are the are the writers that daring? I don't know. You know, prob- yeah. probably not if we're being 100% honest. Um, but, dude, it feels like these two, they're too strong to be good guys. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it takes away from Vegeta and Goku. And so... You know, um, uh, or just yeah, have man, them be, or just, spot. or just have them not be a part of the stories. Like I think they that's that's the other their appearances be like you know few and far between. King Kai, mm-hmm. I haven't seen King Kai in ages. You <laughs> okay. know what I'm saying? Just, just damn, have, just, just make him that. You know, like make them that. Like they don't even have to have a role in the in the series. Like in the sense of like you know maybe they talk to him. You know telepathically like they usually do but like just if they don't want to write them off as bad guys like just don't have them in a, in a, in a story because and they messed up the story that's the right reality. right right and and if they do communicate with them let it be that they can only communicate with them via you know telepathically because they can't enter the the human world or whatever like the mortal world like mm-hmm. there has to be some reason why they're not involved you know, yeah, they're like can, locked up or something like that. Right. I don't exactly. know. Somebody has put them in a cage or something. Like, yeah. I don't know. Some but, yeah. some crazy that would have to be. That's why they get, you know, that's why they get paid. So hopefully they could come up with something cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, but man, because if not, then it's like. OK, we've already seen super. It feels like 90 percent of it. Beerus and Weiss were wasted. Like they yeah. did a lot of cool narrating. Sure, they they trained Goku, but like, dude, that's not Beerus and, and Whis. I feel like they just have much more to offer, and they've they're kind of being relegated to the sidelines. 
And the other thing, dude, is, dude, Dragon Ball, they got to they gotta trim the fat, dog. They got to get rid of these characters, like really get rid of these characters. They can't introduce you're, you're really, ones. You're really, on the, you're really on this horse, dog. Yeah, because, <laughs> dude, look at how many characters they have, right? Like, they have way too many now, and they don't even, like, they don't even acknowledge them at this point. It's just like, oh, hopefully no one brings them up. Nah, I know Yamcha still well, exists. Dude, they're about to bring Yamcha back. Oh, fuck. You saw that? <laughs> no, I didn't. Was that, oh, was that in the new, uh, dude, I that already That was in the forgot. new trailer. Yeah, that, we haven't talked about it we much. We haven't spoken but about that. They, uh, they, yeah, they, they showed my guy in there, you know? <laughs> he's in there. I don't uh, know why see, he's coming back, but there, he's in there's there. No point, there's no point for him to come back, dude. Um. Unless like the fact that they put training. that in the trailer as something to get hyped about, yeah. I'm like skeptical concerning. already. Yeah, it's concerning. It's concerning. It's, yeah. <laughs> it, it's no. highly concerning yeah. the fact that this is one of the highlights of the trailer. Shit. They've been thinking about this for years, like <laughs> since the since the last movie came out, and and this is what they thought. Like Yamcha gets screen time, uh, but yeah, man, I feel like obviously there's there's still hope because the series is coming back there's a new movie coming out so we'll see kind of what they do with beerus and weiss but man there there's these guys they if 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 the series comes back and they stay in this role they're gonna be wasted characters you know what i'm saying and it's gonna be um, oh yeah it'll be unfortunate to see characters of this scale like just kind of be Oh yeah, this is as if like Cristiano and Messi were on your team, your soccer team, your pa- your puppy football team. Yeah, like and, in Redwood City. Yeah, and, yeah, like, and they're, like they're on your team, right? Both of them, and, and you got to go like play against the best team in in like the fucking next state, and it's like, damn, dude, this team is the best team in this state. Like it's crazy, they're ridiculous. And on the bench, you have Cristiano and Messi. Yeah, like, let's like, not start them because yeah, we want to yeah. give Arturito a fucking yeah, chance exactly, to, to get his five goals of the, of the tournament. Yeah, exactly, yeah. dude. So that's what it feels like to me. Um, but, no, they yeah. They definitely are. Like, they're the big dogs on the sidelines. They're the ones on the bench. It's like, yeah. no, dude, you're not a bench player. You're not- <laughs> yeah, you're a starter. Like, let's be honest, you should be, you should be starting for Goku and Vegeta if we're being honest. Well, um, the thing is that they don't have anybody to fight with because they're so strong. Yeah, you know? exactly. They don't have anybody to fight with. I think that's what hurts them is that they're just there. Um, and where they messed up was the fact that they had him fight Goku. So now we know how strong he is because the strongest character that we know of is not even it, touching him. So yeah. they messed up in the very first piece with him. It's like they shouldn't have even had him fight him, you know, let alone even land like a punch or two on him because it's he like, should have. Well, yeah you know he, what I'm saying? he shouldn't have even he should have sent somebody else to to fight him that was like his protege or something like that but it like, would have added to his mystique mm-hmm. yeah but because we've seen him fight now we know that like oh this guy could just easily destroy anybody yeah exactly you know if he wanted to yeah exactly there was no showing out party for beerus um and if you were to ever watch naruto which is a gnarly anime in terms of length but this is something they do at madara and they execute it very well. But, um, you know. Yeah, let me figure that out. 
you know, I'll, yeah, exactly. I'll just leave that out there. But right. um, I'm going I'm to try to start watching it, man. It's on Netflix, if I'm not mistaken. OK, yeah. yeah. Watch watch it, dude. It's a good one. I mean, uh, I, I'll, I'll fill you in offline. I mean, the, I'm sure the, the viewers that watch Dragon Ball, they probably watch Naruto as well. Um, yeah, I was looking so. into I was looking into the because after the episode last week, we were, you, you all were talking about the influence. And uh, yeah, a lot of these shows have taken from Dragon Ball. So, yeah. Oh, for sure, man. And I mean, Naruto is it's it's very obvious, like Goku and Naruto, they have a lot of similarities. But um, yeah, that it's it's all over, you know, the anime world, anime. Get this short ass show out of here. <laughs> no, <laughs> hey, but don't. No, no, no. Get this <laughs> Hey, so what? Twenty six. Hey, just one just season, watch nine just, seasons of these. Just watch the first. <laughs> watch up to the first arc. All right, okay. that's it. And if okay. you're like, nah, this ain't it. All right, so be it. Whatever. At least you gave it a chance. Um, and it is long, but we can talk offline. I mean, if listeners that listen to this and have watched Naruto, they know there are episodes to skip. Um, okay. and so we can give you, you know. We can give you that plug. Uh, okay. Sounds good. I, I might I might embark on this. So, listeners, I I, I might embark on this Naruto. That oh, train. that would be that that. Oh, that may be potential uh content for the future. But uh, yeah. Um, shit. All right, dude. We'll we'll wrap it up because we're coming up on time here. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. Thank you again for taking the time to listen. Um, we really appreciate your listenership. You know, uh, today was Weiss and Beerus. So you let us know what you think of Weiss and what you think of Beerus. Like, do you like them? Um, do you feel like they're being portrayed or used in the correct way? Or do you feel like there's room for improvement? Um, yeah, let us know. We'd love to hear your opinion. Um, you can, you know, Follow us on Instagram. You can uh, follow us on CSB Pod. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Follow us at CSB Pod. We're putting out content every day. Every day. We're putting out. <laughs> follow, follow our page and, meme, uh, and get involved with the, the conversation. Yeah, exactly. So um, we'll have all of that down in the description below. Um, but yeah no thank you again for uh you know taking the time out of your day to listen to us and uh any last words dude nah that's, that's right. it we out so uh until next week stay safe and thank you